there. You just tuned in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm your host, Kendall Fisher, and on this episode, we're joined once again by Hanif Ishmael, the Vice President of Strategy and Product Management for NetSuite Human Capital Management, in which he oversees the Sweet People product line. In fact, we're going to dive into some of the Sweet People updates rolling out within NetSuite's 2020 release too, including Sweet People Performance Management. Ishmael explains how this feature will engage employees more, providing a single data model to track goals, progress, and performance. He also discusses how Sweet People is helping businesses continue to navigate workforce changes amid COVID-19 and how the performance management tool will enable businesses to get more out of their workforce. Tune in for all of this and more coming up next. You're listening to the NetSuite Podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. Hi, Hanif. Welcome back to the NetSuite podcast and thanks so much for joining us again. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yes, of course. Now, as I mentioned in the introduction to this podcast, you're the Vice President of Strategy and Product Management for NetSuite Human Capital Management, which includes the Sweet People product line. We talked all about this on a previous episode with you. For anyone who wants to learn more, go ahead and check that out. I think you actually joined us last October, was it? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Now... (laughs) A lot has changed in the world since then. Um, you you think? Might, yeah, right. <laughs> you you've got to be seeing uh, the impact of the current circumstances in your role firsthand. Um, I'm curious, what are some of the challenges or trends, if you will, that you're seeing in the workplace right now? Yeah, I mean, gosh, so much has changed. The workplace has gone through massive transformation. Um, I, I think you know when I, when I step back and I think about it, probably. Uh, the situation has put a lot of pressure on HR departments from managing staff turnover, you know, sustaining company culture to create safe workplaces and also developing policies that they may have not had in the past. So as an example, you know, people are working a lot more remotely from home kind of thing. So do you cover Internet? Do you cover my external monitors? Some companies don't have those policies in place. Uh, so they've got to relook at that. It's also like time off. I need some flex work schedules because I got to take care of my kids or this. Um, so there's a lot of policies that they need to take a look at. And then also reopening, uh, reopening in a safe environment, if you will. So they're under some tremendous pressure. Um, I would say, you know, the other thing is also companies that were, this will be interesting. I think companies that were reluctant to support remote workers in the past, they may actually see it differently going forward, given this forced kind of experience now, if you will. I think it's going to open people's eyes. So we may actually see an increase, if you will, in a continued remote workforce as things start to stabilize. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've been talking with a lot of our customers and a lot of various Mm. companies um, just through everything that's been going on. And, and I'm hearing the same thing. A lot of, a lot of organizations that never really thought about it, didn't really, yeah. you know, 
didn't really agree with it. And now where it's yeah. appear to be moving in that direction, understanding, wow, there's, uh, you know, people can get stuff done sometimes yeah. even, even better, uh, working from home than, it's true. yeah, than, uh, than in the office. So even from an employee's perspective, I think one of the other challenges from that side is also finding that work-life balance is now a, a different challenge. You know, you might find an imbalance between, between, um, yeah, sure, you can have a lot of work to do. So that's one aspect of it. But now people have to deal with, because they're at home, they have to deal with their personal life situation. Yeah. So maybe their child is going through online learning, or instance, and they need to spend some time with that, uh, or childcare situations and so forth. So there's a lot of components to this as well. I mean, for me personally, when I left uh, the office and I came home, it was almost like a physical mindset shift. Uh, mm -hmm. When I left there and it was a separation of work and home, although a lot of work carries home anyways, like everybody else, but yeah. it was still an opportunity to kind of disconnect and decompress. Uh, but when you work from home, you never leave the office anymore. The lines yeah. are now blurred, if you see what I mean. Oh, I 100% I understand that. Yeah. I feel like I've had to actually block out times in my schedule to say, get up and go for a walk or walk the dog or, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever it may, just because I, I find myself, it's like, because I get up at whatever hour I get up, maybe I'll work out. And then I hop online immediately. Right. Cause it's like, well, what else? I don't have to commute. I don't have, So I'm going to hop online. And then all of a sudden it's seven, seven thirty, eight 30, eight o'clock right. at night. And I'm like, Kendall, I gotta, gotta sign off. So I've yeah. been finding myself like blocking times in my calendar to say, okay, this is when you're going to do this. This is how you're going to break up your day. And this is when you absolutely need to be done. Um, working for the day is, is another weird thing. Yeah. So I, I completely get it. Um, and I think that this is, you know, like you said, uh, conversations that all companies are having. Um, <laughs> and especially right now with just like the wonkiness of hiring and, 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 maintaining your workforce. I think that's something that, you know, plays into this. So another thing that I wanted to ask you is how can companies get more out of their current workforce right now? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. I, you know, I would say uh, one is just with managers is looking at quick short-term uh, reskilling of those managers. A lot of managers haven't worked with remote workforces or learned how to manage them. Uh, so giving them some training around that, I think, becomes really important at this stage. Also, what's important at this stage, given the situation, is managing by goals and deliverables becomes really important, especially in this rapidly changing environment. And it's remote also, so you don't have as much physical um, awareness as you would have in the past kind of thing. The... Other, I would say, is probably uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. I, I couldn't stress that enough if I didn't already. But it's just over-communicate. Keep people informed. Keep them engaged. Uh, make sure that they don't feel like they're being left out or forgotten about, right? Because um, yeah. that can happen very easily when you're working remotely. You know, the other is uh, reprioritize and focus on the initiatives uh, that really are going to give you a return on investment. So we had to do that ourselves. We've gone through that and looked at all of our initiatives and said, based on the current situation, how would we reprioritize these initiatives? And maybe we don't, maybe we pause on these three or something like that in order to focus and really drive success. So 
I'm sure you've done that in your role as well, or is it? Oh, yep. (laughs) And continue, honestly, and continue to as things change. And as, you know, I think when this all first started in in March, it was like, all right, well, we're just gonna, we're just gonna hold off on this for a little while. And we'll, we'll come back to it, you know, in a couple months, once things seem to normalize again, and then, you know, that changed again. And now it's like, all right, we got to think a little bit more long term in terms of what, our marketing department is going to do, um, as you know, as things continue to develop and change, you know, basically every, every week. Yeah. Um, you know, I think even in that realm, uh, just encourage employees, uh, to take time off to help achieve that work-life balance because that continues to be a challenge. You know, you want to prevent burnout, just given all the situations, like we talked about earlier with, uh, kids being at home, potentially distance learning, supporting them on that, uh, workload and so forth. It's make sure they detach themselves from work for some time, encourage them to take vacation, uh, you yeah. know, and it might not be forefront of our people's minds because normally you might travel on vacation or go away or drive away or something like that. And, you know, we don't have that convenience that we did in the past as much as we did in the past, but it's really important that people kind of recharge, spend some quality time, with their family at home so that they can kind of re-energize themselves and take care of things that they need to. Right. Yeah. I could, I could not agree with you more. And, and, and in fact, that's, I keep asking people um, throughout the more recent podcasts that we've been recording, especially during this time, like what advice do you have for business leaders, but also just like people in general right now that are trying to get through this time. And I think almost everyone has said, take some time for yourself, take some time to really kind of, uh, unravel a little bit, let go a little bit and detach a little bit from everything. I mean, and, and, and not just COVID. I mean, there's so much happening in the world right now. It's, 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 it's wild. So, um, I really couldn't agree more with that. So I want to talk about how NetSuite is helping in responding to some of the challenges companies are facing right now, especially within our own HCM uh, solution suite people. How how are we um, helping companies adjust? What are we doing to address some of these challenges? You know, and, and like you mentioned, remote workforce and uh, putting new processes in place, safer work, you know, when upon reopening a safer work environment and so on and so forth. Yeah, no, uh, fair question. So th- there's a lot of stuff that's being underway. So one of the, I'd say one of the very, very first things that we had to do was immediately response to the pandemic situation was adjusting our U.S. Sweet People payroll solution to account for the numerous compliance changes that have come down the pike. Uh, everything from CARES Act, Families First Act, and so forth. So we've had to respond to those kinds of, cha- cha- uh, not challenges, but those compliance requirements. I would say our compliance effort uh, in terms of development work we do on compliance has probably gone up threefold uh, because of this situation right now. So wow. that was kind of, for us, that was job one. Let's make sure our customers uh, are in a position to succeed. So we had to take care of that first. And then I'd say in terms of reopening efforts, uh, NetSuite rapidly actually developed, I would say, two apps uh, for our customers in this response. We actually went out to all of our employees in NetSuite and said, hey, we'd like to build out two apps that we think are going to be really helpful for our customers given the current situation. Any volunteers? And we had a lot of people literally put up their hands and say, hey, we really want to be part of this. We want to engage. We want to be part of the solution. We want to do kind of our part, uh, which is really, really exciting. So we delivered two apps. And one of them was a community exchange app. And what essentially that does is it's designed 
It was designed to bridge the gap between those who had supplies like personal protective equipment or what we call it PPE, uh, and then those that needed those supplies on the other side, which could have been hospitals or whatever else. Uh, but it was to help connect uh, them together. The other application that we had developed or the other app that we developed was Workforce Interaction App. And what that does is it helps NetSuite customers create, track, and kind of record all the in-person transactions that a self-reported employee will let you know that, hey, I believe I have COVID-19, I've been infected, or I suspect I do. Well, then you want to start, tra- you want to start tracking certain information about them that they voluntarily give you. This way, you can get the appropriate communications out quickly to potential people at risk. The app, interestingly enough, also leverages a vast amount of data that we have from that particular customer um, so that we're able to introspect all of that data and look at what other personal interactions could that potential person have had. So as an example, we look at their employee's location, their reporting structure, who they report to, uh, the project, uh, were they on a project and who were members of that project and so forth. And through that process, we're able to uh, provide them a potential list of people that they may want to inform. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you and I worked on a couple of those apps, That's at least right. um, so, yeah, some <laughs> demos for them, which are which are also available for anybody who wants to learn yep. more. We have a couple demos about them. Actually, Lisa Schwartz um, talked a little bit about the community exchange app when we discussed yep. some of the um, some of the ways that NetSuite has uh, responded amid COVID-19 um, during our 2020 release two overview. Um, and uh, again, for our, our customers who are uh, or are listeners who are tuning in right now, if you want to check out that overview, um, that is also released. That was released just a, um, about a month ago. So go ahead and check that out. Um, and in that, she actually yeah. mentioned Sweet People Performance Management. Hey, hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is, which is, as I, you know, introduced um, on this podcast is exactly what we want to be talking about today. So what can you tell us? What is Sweet People Performance Management? Can, can I just go back for one second? I just thought of something else because you had mentioned, you know, uh, remote workforce and what do we do for that? So, so there's a couple of things just on that one where a cloud-based solution, right? Uh, NetSuite is. So yeah. Uh, anybody, if somebody can run like a payroll administrator can actually run payroll from their house. So to, in order to maintain uh, business continuity, the mm. other aspect of this is it's more critical now, especially in a remote situa- situation to know who's who in the organization, because you don't have that physical presence as much. Um, so we also gave away as part of any NetSuite customer gets our directory search and org browser all NetSuite customers get that regardless of whether you have a Sweet People license or not. So now it can be used to find an individual. You might know, not know their name. You can look them up by their title or you can look, up, uh, look them up by department. So it, it gives you a lot more flexibility and it's a tool that we believe uh, would be grateful, uh, would be really valuable, especially in remote situations. Oh, got it. Yeah. I'm glad you touched on that. Cause that obviously is a huge part of this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. back to your point, performance yeah. management. Yes. We're very excited. We are very excited to release our new performance management application. You know, it's a new add-on module. As I think you said, Lisa uh, suggested, it's a new add-on module to Sweet People HR. Uh, it's included in our 20.2 release. 
uh, and it'll be customer in hands. I think about the October timeframe. Got it. So can you tell us a little more about this? How did this come about? Why are we releasing it now in 20, uh, 2020 release two? Yeah, absolutely. So performance management, just to give people context, it, it's a collaborative process to help employees align with managers on their goals. Essentially, you know, what do you plan to accomplish in a certain period of time? It could be a quarter, six months or an annual thing. Uh, it's a way for managers to also know all of the things that their people are working on and that they're moving towards a common vision, if you will. There's also recognition components to it as well, where one person can recognize another for a job well done. And then finally, there's a highly configurable formal process, performance review process, where all the goals that you fill out and so forth and you provide status to, they all directly feed into the performance review process. So it makes it much easier. This, uh, to, your, to your point also, th this came about really through customers demand. We had performance management always uh, in our plans to build, but accelerated it. We accelerated the plans because uh, we saw a significant amount of customer demand. I had a lot of customers knocking on my, let's just say virtual door, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, especially in this market that we deal with in the small to medium-sized business market, you don't have the room for people not to be effective. Uh, smaller yeah. companies have much less financial latitude, right, uh, than a larger company does. So pretty much every, every head needs to be effective. Right. And then based on all this market research that we had done, um, uh, we looked at that and it, we believe it really allowed us to really reinvent performance management and bring something really unique to the market that addresses some of the biggest challenges with performance management today. There's enough uncertainty to go around right now. NetSuite reduces it by giving you visibility and control. With so many critical decisions to make, you need the right numbers and you need them right now. NetSuite by Oracle is the world's number one cloud business system. With NetSuite, we give you financials, cash flow, payroll, inventory, and more all in one place so you have clear visibility and total control of your business. NetSuite customers have the flexibility to work from anywhere with immediate clarity on critical information right at their fingertips. No more guessing, no more waiting. Make smarter decisions with confidence because you've got crystal clear visibility into your numbers. Join over 20,000 companies who trust NetSuite to stay in control. Receive your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com USA. Don't wait. Get your free guide, Managing Business Uncertainty, and schedule your free product tour at netsuite.com USA. netsuite.com USA. that you say every head needs to be effective. I mean, because that's yeah. exactly what we were just talking about earlier, right? Getting more out of your workforce right. during such a wonky time of hiring. This is so necessary. Yeah. Um, now, what do you see as coming back to those challenges you mentioned? What do you see as the biggest challenges when it comes to performance management, not just now, but always? Yeah. Um, you know, the first thing that would uh, comes to mind is probably engagement. That tends to be a significant issue. I mean, just think about it, Kendall, in your case. Uh, When's the last time you updated your performance goal? Most of the people typically, maybe once a year, if you're lucky, um, yeah. people generally tend to do it because they're mandated as opposed to really finding value in, in doing it. Yeah. There's, all, there's also this other notion that it's disconnected from the work that you do on a day-to-day -day basis in the sense of 
if you're a sales rep, as an example, and you do your work in a CRM application, right? You create your opportunities or you follow up with your leads, you create your opportunities, and then you work to close them. Uh, but your performance and management application is usually not aware of how well you did or how well you didn't do. Uh, mm -hmm. That context isn't passed over to your performance management application. So that sales rep now has to re-enter this information manually into the performance management application, and it's redone in the work. It takes a significant amount of work to keep it updated, and at some point in time, you stop keeping it updated because it's manual and the information becomes stale. Yeah. And then when you're doing that only once a year or whatever it may be, it's, it's way worse. It takes even more that's, time. That's exactly yeah. it. You hit yeah. it on the head. Because I, then you I know it too back. well. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Well, like for me, I, you know, I produce videos and podcasts. And right. so to go back and look at all of my various areas where I house, okay, this is the amount of product videos we've released. This is the amount of customer videos we've released. This is, it's, it's really hard to compile that and then get it into, you know, your, the performance management tool, whatever yeah. it may be. So yeah. That's exactly it. I mean, I tend to go when I go through it, uh, I hate to admit it, but uh, hopefully my boss is not listening. <laughs> I go through my emails, I go through my calendars, I go through all of that over the course of the year and I try to find out, okay, what the heck did I actually do? And then, yeah. okay, how did that project go? And then imagine also from the manager's point of view, something may have happened six months ago or eight months ago and they've got you know an army of people that they manage or quite a few people that they manage now. Okay, so how did Hanif actually do on that project six months ago? It's kind of a little too late at that point in time. And then you don't get accurate information. So then what does it take to overcome these kinds of challenges? <laughs> um, I would say probably two things. Um, one is I think software vendors from that perspective, you know, we fundamentally need to change our performance management tools so they get smarter and that they connect to exactly what we're talking about. It connects to an employee's daily work as you're automating, collecting that data on how that employee is performing uh, to the degree possible, obviously. We need to make it much easier and less onerous and fit into a manager's and employee's daily habits. Uh, also, employees and managers need to truly get value from that solution as well. So that would be more from a, a software vendor's perspective that these tools need to evolve. And then there's also a change management challenge as well. And it's, there's a mindset shift that needs to occur actually with organizations and managers. You know, done right, performance management can significantly help improve an organization's effectiveness. The analogy that I always think about is you know, just think about uh, a rowing crew, I guess it's called, right? And they're synchronized in perfect rhythm. You get much further uh, than you would otherwise, but it also helps drive a culture of performance and higher productivity. I, I'm like, my my wheels are spinning. I'm like, yes, like, I, you know, we're actually in the middle of doing performance management, performance <laughs> reviews right now. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this would do, this would be great. Um, so that exactly. actually brings me then to, what is Sweet People Performance Managing doing to address these challenges? Um, I would say, you know, one is I really didn't want to, when we decided to move down this path and we said, okay, we're going to build out a new performance management solution. Um, I really didn't want to introduce something to the marketplace that was, that was just another product, uh, another performance management solution in the marketplace. I really want to tackle some of the challenges that we're talking about head on. And we really believe that we've reinvented performance management. 
not to be rude. No. <laughs> but is it is it isn't this what most vendors would say? Like, how is Sweet People performance management management different then? Yeah, probably true. Good point. <laughs> well, <laughs> in that case, let's expand. <laughs> yes, please, please do. <laughs> uh, well, we honestly, we've actually done something. Yeah, most vendors will probably say that, but we've actually done something very truly innovative that no other vendor has done to the best of our knowledge. Mm-hmm. We have leveraged, we're leveraging the power of our unified suite. As you know, and most of our customers know, you know we have one single data model that's shared across ERP, commerce, suite people, all of the different dimensions uh, that we offer or solutions we offer. We share that same data model, which actually gives us some significant advantages. Because of this, we're able to, you know, that uh, we were talking about directly connecting to the employee's goals. We're actually able to do that and directly connect to those goals and look at the actual work that that person has done. Because a lot of the work that employees do is already recorded in NetSuite. So just say you're a sales rep, uh, you use CRM. Mm -hmm. And if you use our CRM, we know you know, what deals you closed, what deals you lost, what deals you won. We have all of that information. We can tap into that and leverage that and bring that context into performance management. Even if you're consulting, as an example, another one would be consulting uh, services project manager and you're mm-hmm. using our PSA or our project solution, same kind of thing. We know what projects you've closed. We know how long it took. We know some of the metrics around it. We can pull all of that from that, from that module into the performance management application. So what we did was we surfaced real-time metrics from across the suite and then allowed them to be attached to an individual's goals, to, to their performance goals. So in that example of, let's say you're that, perform, uh, that uh, project manager in a consulting services firm uh, and you're using our NetSuite perfor- uh, professional services automation solution and you're, let's say you're measured on projects completed on time that metric could then be attached to your goal and the suite would automatically maintain that for you. Similarly, in that sales example, uh, sales rep example, using NetSuite CRM, one of the goals that typically they have is obviously attaining their quota uh, targets, but another one could be is, hey, I need you to improve your win rate percentages. Mm -hmm. So we can track that as well. And then these metrics are maintained by the suite. The employee doesn't have to collect these metrics or, or, update, uh, or update their goals with respect to the metrics. The employee and the manager always know where the employee stands versus their goals, which really has an interesting outcome because the manager and the employee, because they always know where the individual stands with their goals, in their regular conversations and touch points, one-on-ones and so forth that they have, those conversations become much more meaningful and it switches to a coaching context as opposed to status collection because the conversation with the rep could be is, hey, I noticed your win rate still at 25% uh, as opposed to our goal of 40%. Tell me about the last deal you lost and let's talk about how we improve that. The conversation changes. That's the critical thing. Well, and it's an ongoing conversation. It's not just once every six months or whatever it may be. It's a, it's a constant conversation, which I think is excellent. Yes, absolutely. Now, absolutely. can customers um, can customers create their own men- metrics? Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, why would that be important if if that's the case? Yeah. Uh, well, one is so we have metrics out of the box, uh, and then customers can create 
their own custom metrics using our standard safe search capabilities, which is a tool that most of our customers already know how to use. So we essentially ultimately give the customers a choice. Uh, we give you these out of the box metrics as is, and you can leverage that, or you can customize existing industry baseline metrics that NetSuite provides, and you can leverage that as a baseline and then build from there, or you can build out your own from scratch. And a lot of customers will customize their solution. This way they can also create their own custom metrics as they'd like to. So there's a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. That's great. Um, anything else that you want to note about how Sweet People Performance Management stands out from you know the rest is a makes us uh, gives us that more competitive factor, if you will. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> um, the I guess one of the other things that I would mention is you know we've also built a drag and drop interface to move goals from one status to another. So imagine you have a page in front of you, a screen in front of you. And it's about your goals. And it says there's three columns. One that says what's planned, mm -hmm. what goals are in progress, and then what goals are closed. And what you can use is this drag and drop interface to move these, uh, I call them cards, to move these goal cards from one bucket to another as you accomplish them. Mm -hmm. uh, in our testing with our customers, the feedback we received was that it was very intuitive. And for me, the biggest thing was that it felt natural. I mean, and the reason it felt natural, just think about it. A lot of people will have, um, you know, a to-do list. Lord knows I have mine, which is on my yeah. whiteboard behind me. So I have my to-do list. And as normal, people will go through it. You finish one thing, you'll cross it off. You'll finish the next thing, you'll cross it off. You'll prioritize them maybe. And I go through A, B's and C's priorities on my whiteboard. So you kind of go through that. And we're kind of mimicking the same behavior so it feels natural. And that's what our test results showed with our customers that, yeah, it felt very natural. So they would engage with that uh, fairly effectively. Well, and it feels good. I mean, they're literally for me, I work off a to-do list like crazy. My yes. boss Fritz always makes so much fun of me because he's yeah. like, you are crazy about checking off that to-do list, but yeah. it feels good to do. So to be able to do that, like you said, in this tool, it, it is, it's engaging. It feels good to put, to move it from one box to the next and, and complete yeah. it. Yeah, it gives you a sense of accomplishment at the same yeah. time, right? To your point. Yeah. So we and to be also able to visualize it, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, that, and because you visualize it to your point that way, and it's drag and drop, it's simple, it's, it's how it mimics existing behaviors and stuff, it's much easier to maintain and engage with, which helps with that engagement issue as well. Um, and then you know, we've also, to our other discussion, we've also added capabilities so that when you're in the process of closing that goal, um, you're able to kind of reflect. So you go through the process of closing it. When you move it from one bucket to the another and you're closing it, you then are prompted with, okay, let's do a reflection of that goal right there and then, as opposed to at the end of the year. So you can, we call it reflection, which is kind of a self-review. How did I do with respect to this particular goal? You can put that in. It then goes to your manager and your manager can also go in and put his or her reflection with respect to that goal right there and there, uh, right there and then as well. So that it doesn't come towards the end of the year or something like that. And now you got to go back to your earlier point and think about, crap, what did I do yeah. eight months ago or so forth? So you start building this over time and then all of these goals feed directly into the performance reviews, uh, review process or the performance review form. So at the end of the day, a lot of your work is already done. Yeah. yeah I really huge. think, 
Yeah, I think it's really good because it reduces the workload and that daunting feeling, if you will, about the performance management cycle. And that's kind of what we're trying to shift. I really think HR leaders are going to love this because it's driving engagement. The goals are more meaningful because they're tied to now metrics and they're maintained and the process becomes a lot more efficient. And then on the finance side, financial leaders are going to love this, I think, because they're also going to say, ha, this is improving productivity. And it gives me the agility or the finance leader, the agility to shift employee priorities based on changing business conditions. So it allows them to redirect the ship, if you will, fairly effectively. Yeah. Yeah. That's all really, really great stuff. Love hearing about this. What, what's next for Sweet People Performance Management? I'd love to say a beach vacation, but that's not on the books right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, there's uh, I, a couple of things that are in process. Uh, one is we're building out manager dashboards. And the intention of that is to give more visibility and progress to various aspects of the performance management cycle. So that's one. The other is we're automatically going to look at pulling in kudos, recognition, uh, feedback, one-on-one's context, one-on-one's information directly into the performance review process. So again, giving that performance review process, whether it's the manager or the employee, the visibility to anything that influences your performance right there and there in context. So you don't have to go to your emails or calendars or anything else for that context. We're trying to bring it all into one place so you can get through the performance of, uh, process effectively. And then the last thing that we're working on right now with respect to performance management is also that theme of connecting to people's work directly. So we're, I'm really gung-ho about that because I think that's the, uh, that's the future. And that's what we're hearing from our customers as well. They love what we've been talking about and showing them. Uh, in that context, we're now looking across the suite and saying, what are the different events that occur across the suite, whether it's in CRM, it's PSA or commerce, looking at those events and saying, where can we automatically pull or even trigger feedback on employees' performance and then automatically surface that back into the performance review process. So there's some pretty cool stuff that's coming along. So just stay tuned. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say, well, I'm excited. We'll for sure have you back on um, in the future. Would love but to. before, before we wrap up here, how can our listeners learn more about Sweet People? I know I mentioned our previous podcast episode, but anywhere else they can go that I can leave a link in the description of this episode for? Yeah, uh, there would be a couple of things. One is you can go to the Sweet People page on netsuite.com. There's videos there. Uh, that provide in-depth product demonstrations, data sheets uh, that are associated to our offerings. There's also a NetSuite YouTube channel. They can find customer video cases there as well. Uh, you mentioned the podcast, so that's certainly uh, another aspect that will give them an overview of our Sweet People offering. And then finally, you know, they should be reaching out to their account managers who will be more than happy to help. Great. Hanif, as always, thanks for joining us. This was awesome. I'm super excited about everything we've got going um, on the Sweet People side, especially with all this performance management stuff. And uh, look forward to having you back on in the future. I look forward to that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Hanif Ishmael for joining us on this episode of the NetSuite podcast, giving us some insight into the exciting updates around NetSuite Sweet People. I also want to shout out to our editing crew over at Lampstand and all of you for tuning in. 
Don't forget to follow us, subscribe, rate, and review. Chat with you next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.